0: Hi there welcome for joining another episode. I'm glad I heard that today we have my friend Jeff Lido um, and recently we've both agreed that we are friends. so that's been a great moment for us. And we're gonna be sharing a little bit about um, Jeff's passion for helping people get uh, writing, writing their financial financial ship and also um, about generosity and how he is, um, his heart has grown because of that. Jeff, thanks so much for coming by today.
1: My pleasure, Dave.
0: Great. So Jeff and I, our relationship, we started. um, I would say this, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but um, we invited them to our small group probably five years ago, six years ago.
1: Uh, About 2014, I would say. Okay, yeah. so almost eight, yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And in that, I feel like at that point, um, your wife was definitely interested in a small group. You were open to meeting new people, but like small group thing, Sorry. So, you went as being a, a just a good spouse and, you know, hey, yeah, I'll give it a try. Um, and then from there, developed a little bit of a relationship and that was the first year we were going, uh, taking men on a mission trip to Mexico and I just needed guys to go and so I asked the guys in my small group and uh, Jeff said, I'll go. And uh, that was a little bit of a, that was outside of your comfort zone at that time, correct?
1: Uh, more than a little bit, yes. <laughs> Why did you ever say
0: yes to that invitation?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess if I pondered it, I didn't have a great reason to say no. Um, I'm generally a little bit more adventurous than average, I would say, and mm-hmm. so just getting to experience something different in a different part of the of the world was, um, you know, and, uh, interesting enough to me to say yes mm-hmm. so see what it's all about plus you're such a good salesperson as well
0: <laughs> yeah 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 I left you with no option <laughs> I um, and since then you haven't missed a Juarez trip I have not yeah and it's definitely been a great thing for um, us and so forth and I know especially uh, for us as guys getting to have an experience like that together that's where our relationship really started to move more towards the the friendship and end up becoming a lot more fun and and so forth
1: um, come on you took me to cattleman's i mean come on <laughs> yeah that's that
0: restaurant really is it's special <laughs> in so many ways the cattleman's in faveman texas not the corporate cattleman's um so yeah um all right, and so as you and i've gotten to know each other um what is you know we've talked about this many times but kind of fill everyone in what do you do for your career
1: so my my official title is a certified financial planner professional Um, TM. So, you know, that mark, if you will, or that designation covers the gambit of of really any financial topic that you could really think of. And and more importantly, how to, you know, weave them all together in order to, to really holistically look at a household's financial life and you know you have to have a heart for for helping people meet their goals and everybody wants to have a, a comfortable you know solid retirement and, and so um, helping people get onto that path and, and succeed on that path for their uh, their entire retirement is, is just so rewarding um, but really, it's it's about meeting the people where they are, identifying you know what kind of financial situation that they're that they're in. Um. I've spent lots of time digesting, you know, a lot of the, the Dave Ramsey, you know, kind yeah. of, of discussions, right? Because, you know, at the end of the day, in order to be able to, to save, in order to be able to service, you know, your household and, and whatever debt you you may have, and then to truly save, you know, for, for your future as well, you know, it, it does all come down to that dirty B word that, that people uh, instinctually hate. And, and I'm not gonna swear on here, yeah. but, it is the budget. So <laughs> mo- most people are, are, of course, very resistant to, you know, getting as analytical as, you know, it might take. The good news is you don't have to, to do that. But there is some work. And I, I, I make a partnership with people to say, I will I will meet you in the middle. I, I'm not going to ask you to do all of the work, nor do I feel that I should be doing all the work for you yeah. either. And so there, there has to be a common ground that, that we both agree to. And if if you do your part, I will do my part, and we will take the time necessary in order to formulate a plan that, that will lead to success for you. And, and it all sounds good, and it works many, many times. It doesn't work all the time, unfortunately, because people are people, and sometimes they're on automatic pilot, and it's pretty difficult to, to get out of that mode.
0: Yeah, so, you know, the people are people idea is, um, I think part of this, too, is You know, in order to get to new places, you have to do new things. And so old habits need to change, right? I need to do some things differently. I think that's one of the things that, um, you know, you got to be honest about. And and my goal now as I get older is to change those habits incrementally, you know, because I know I need to get into a better spot or make better choices, right? So, um, And so I do that. But I know when we went through... um, the financial peace stuff. The thing that was really helpful for me and Kristen, um, we never really our our, our our tensions in our marriage and our fights. They weren't knockdown dragouts or anything like that. That's really not how Kristen's wired up, and so um, so it's not fun to fight with someone who doesn't want to fight that way, right? Like, and so I we never really did that. Um, but I do know that the tension that we experienced, the most tension that we experienced, was always around money, right? And that's. That's all data. That's all research. A lot of people, you know, where um, you get lost financially. Um, number one reason, right, we always talk about it is, is there's no no great financial education, right? Like, that's not a thing that's done in the schools and it's not done in the homes, right? No. So, you know, there's no financial education. So, you, how do you even know, like, what you don't know kind of a deal? Um, and then, then you get into the adulting, right? And then now, here I am, and it's like, I... I I just didn't even know where my money's going, and I think that's the problem. Like for a lot of us, Jeff, is like when we're lost, we don't even know we're lost, right? And so when you when someone's lost, that first step is basically finding out. You're telling me just like, how lost are you, right?
1: There has to be something that is you know bringing them through the door in the first place. You you know if if you have this goal in mind. My job is to educate you on how to get to that that finish line, right? Because. Mm-hmm. Um, th- you know, instinctually, people know how to manage their, their, their money. Um, you know, it, it comes through the door. I pay all my bills, you know, we we have whatever debt that we have, and we reset for the, for the next two weeks or next month, whatever your pay period is. Um, to take it beyond that and then even uh, having those additional conversations about areas of your life that you may not be thinking about, uh, retirement savings certainly is one that I focus on quite a lot, um, well, how can you not only address those, um, but even identify what that you know what that potentially takes, right? So th- there is a lot of knowledge that I do have to you know in- in- imbibe onto people to make sure that they. Um, start thinking with a different mindset and and again they're generally open and willing because that's why they came in to see me in the first place
0: and then as people you'll get their ship righted you know as they start to make progress they accomplish their goals Uh, one of the cool things that you that I didn't quite understand about money is you really the idea is, is that when you're good at it and handling it you get to be generous right in a lot of different ways generous to your family Generous to your friends, generous to people you've never met before for all these different reasons, and so um, that's one of the things that I've kind of appreciated about you is like how you, um, you know, part of what you're doing is you know, even personally is is that you really enjoy being generous, right? Now, back to what we started in our kind of our friendship when you and I were getting to know each other, I think you you know, the way you would describe it to me and correct me if I'm wrong again, but. You were open to this idea of being a believer, but you weren't quite sold on it, right? It wasn't like free. You didn't know where you were at, right? Yep. Okay. Over time, you have moved towards no. This is this isn't Carrie's faith, right? This is your faith now. Um, and let's talk about that for a minute because I'm gonna put you on the spot. Um, how did that? How did that change for you? How did your faith change?
1: Yeah, um, you know my story is, is is not dissimilar from a lot of other folks out there. Was was raised in a in a Christian Catholic household. Um, mother was very engaged. Uh, you know, took us to, to church every Sunday. Uh, dad stayed home and, and read the paper. So yep. you know, good good for him. Um, so the first opportunity that I had, uh, you know, all going off to college, uh, I did step away, of course, and and really didn't give it much of another thought and until, you know, Carrie and I got married and, um, and our, our, our daughter Josie came along. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so f- trying to find a preschool for her was really what accelerated this. And we oh. ended up finding, um, um, a, a Christian preschool a- above the public school, uh, options that were near us. And so that kind of started the conversation of, well, if we're sending her to this church for school, um, you know, might be a good time for us to start talking about uh, getting back into our, our own faith journey. Um, and we had had conversations about it and, you know, Carrie was, was definitely more interested than, than, than I was, but didn't force me, you know, which which I appreciate. So yeah. um, you know, we did start attending and, and it was fine. I, I wouldn't say that I was uh, against it, but uh, you know, kind of one foot in, right, testing, mm. testing the waters. And so once we ended up um, moving to, to this area, you know, did, did the, the normal thing and started church shopping uh, around and um, ended up here at Faith specifically because of the children's ministry, right? Not not because of the offerings for uh, for us as, as parents, right? And um, I guess, Dave, I, I would probably have to admit that you were probably one of the ones, you know, most responsible for... For getting that kind of second foot back in in, into the door, because you know you you did seek us out, and you were so welcoming, and you didn't push right, Um, and, and you had a lot of the same kinds of you know mannerisms that I would like to present to people too, to say, this is available. Uh, if you're open to it, I would like to, to talk to you about it and, and see if we can you know go deeper into that relationship. And here's a great opportunity for you to see even some of the things that we as a church do here uh, with small groups and, and with the, the trips, uh, the mission trips as well. And so uh, it definitely wasn't a light switch, you know, that, that mm-hmm. flipped on. It was, uh, it was over time and, and lots of, uh, you know, different experiences that, that kind of led me, led me back in, right? So if you'd been the, the high-pressure salesman, right, and, and mm-hmm. here drink the Kool-Aid, uh, yeah. I probably wouldn't be here.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's, that's just cool for me to hear. Um, you know, you're an adult. <laughs> right you have been for a while you you knew what you were doing um prior to marrying carrie you had your career defined you were working on those things you're developing your clientele you knew you wanted to help people with their money long before you had both feet in uh, as far as following jesus you you establish yourself you 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 work in your practice you you build relationships with your clients you're stabilizing yourself financially all these things Meanwhile, so you know what you're doing with your money, you're giving it away, but meanwhile, your faith is growing and you're being encouraged. So how does that change what you think about generosity?
1: Yeah, it's an evolution, right? So... Hmm. What's the uh, the the proverb right? When I was a, a child, I thought about childish things, right? Yeah. And when I became an adult, I had to put those away and start, you know, thinking about you know the the other things that that are required of you as an adult or something like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know the the proverb all that well, but um, you know, early on, before you know, f- first marriage, uh, first married, I, I should say, and then you know, early in my career as well. And you don't have all those resources, right? You have, you have goals and, and you have things that you know you want to accomplish. And, and, and yeah, the generosity wasn't great back then. It really wasn't because my, my faith wasn't strong you know, either. So all of those other priorities of um, you know, marriage, home, family, uh, you know, we're, were all way at the top in generosity if it was even on. Um, on my radar, it, it wasn't from a monetary standpoint, right? It was, it was still more the time because hmm. I did enjoy doing that and it, it's something I had more uh, in abundance, you know, at that time. So, as most people do, you, you grow and you build, uh, and I have in my career, and so the financial rewards came along with that. And the thinking surrounding the generosity certainly changed, you know, from more of just giving of time. Um, but in a very narrow focus to now I have a lot more opportunities uh, available to me uh, so really from from the church and the experiences here um, and then trying to make sure that you set a good example for your children as well I mean that is certainly a big a big part of it too so do I teach my children about about finance you, you betcha do i teach them about you know the generosity that we try to provide you know in our in our family to others and and how we do that without you know getting too complicated yes i do want that to be visible to them so that they can see that it is an important part of of our lives and 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 what we do so it um and, and it certainly will continue to grow and, and, and change yeah. over time right you never I don't believe that you're ever done with that right because if you, if you set that up when you're 20 and here I am in my 40s and it's the same well have I learned anything right has anything changed yeah probably yeah. not yeah. I would tell you that today I am a much different person in, in many many ways right and including in in faith and including in, in that generosity of time and, and finances as well than I was back then, never would have thought, you know, any of those things back then, right? Yeah.
0: yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And and I appreciate that you talk about this evolution idea, which is the fact that we're going to be growing and figuring these things out. And even you as, who is a professional money manager, how you see and view money is going to change over time and what you are going to accomplish with it. It, it. That's a that's a great thing because it's a very, um, very open to the process of what God wants to do with it. And that that's really a that's a cool thing, and in your generosity, um, one of the things you have is you have in your budget, right? You you and Carrie set aside a portion of money besides what you give to the church and all these things, just to give away, and you and you sometimes you don't know what that's for, right?
1: Mm-mm. No. So, in you know what ends up happening is throughout the year. Um, and, and especially at the end of the year, so I'm not unlike a lot of people who in, in December, uh, a lot of that giving does, you know, eventually find a home. But if something comes up during during the year, which, which has certainly, um, you know, you have the available funds to be able to. Uh, distribute that to whatever they need is if, if you feel that it's, you know, uh, a worthy cause, right? So so yeah, being able to say, okay, well, I don't have to, you know, rob from Peter to, to pay Paul for this thing over here and then worry about that later, which, you know, the amount of stress that that creates for, for people is, is sometimes quite large. Uh, but just to say, yep, this is just part of the process, and so the, the funds are, are here and available. They just haven't been distributed yet, and, and I, I want to be able to do that so I, I can.
0: And I think that's such a cool way for our faith to grow, that you are actually putting away money to give away, and you don't know who, when, or why. And like so you, you and Carrie are in this position for the leading of God to say, this, this needs help, and you go, we can do part of that. For that person or we can do part of that for them that's a that's a pretty neat thing to be able to get to and like you say it's not now it's not stress it's just fun
1: no and you know not to get too far off into the weeds but in my industry there are actually financial products available designed specifically for that giving purpose Mm -hmm. And so if you are making that part of your process, you know, in in your budget, right, anyway, and and so the the funds then are available because you you have, you know, put them there, and then choosing to distribute them whenever you decide, um, it's it's, it's a wonderful mechanism to be able to do that. Yeah, that's really cool.
0: And being here at the church to know, um, I've seen some pretty cool things, right, you know, from generosity and so forth. And, um, like you know, to have someone to say, "Hey, um, I can't go on that trip because of my health or because of my life stage, but I'm gonna, I want to pay for someone to go on that mission trip. you know, it's like and, and things like that are just like, and the cool thing is they never want to be known. they don't want to be right. you know, all these things are going on, but I get to see that because of my position here. and it's like that, that you know that that's super cool. and um to know that that's what you know, when you are financially stable, when you have a plan, when you're working the plan, you get to think like that, that's pretty cool. So I appreciate you stopping by and, and, and talking about money and talking about your faith with us. And um, I guess I, I just like to say, hey, thanks for the friendship. I've, I've been pretty satisfied with it so far.
1: Well, don't think that you've gotten more out of it than I have. Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Well, appreciate that, Jeff. All right. And so, like I said, we are so glad you stopped by today. Um, And so important to Corey and the analytics, if you can just smash that subscribe button and and then click the like, give us a thumbs up. Feel free to comment about this. Um, Jeff's very thin skin, so please nothing about his content. You can can rip on mine, but he really can't take (laughs) anything um, because he's a
1: fragile individual. Thanks so much for stopping by.